This is Bruce Boudreaux, and it's time for Clay's Canucks Commentary Live. Let's go with Clay right now. Hey Canucks fans, and welcome to Clay's Canucks Commentary, presented to you by Van City Experts Real Estate. I am Clay Emo Canuck Clay, and this is my Canucks take, all in one take. It is Tuesday night. June the 27th, if you're new, here's what you should do as we are only 17 hours away from the 2023 NHL Draft. This is what you should do if you're new. You should subscribe so you can get my videos every single day. You can uh, like this video. You can get active in the chat section by subscribing. You can leave a donation and get the donation train out of the station. You can become a member. You can upgrade your membership. You can gift a membership, which is $5 donation, and then it gives someone franchise membership for a, a free franchise membership for a month. Or And you can obviously, um, if you're listening on a podcast platform, make sure you rate and review. So moderators, do what you need to do. Members, that's legends, Hall of Fame and franchise members, thanks for your support as always. And everyone else, no matter where you're watching from, whether in my beautiful neighborhood of Steveson and Richmond, in the city, lower mainland province, country, continent, or around the world, thank you for being here. You know that I know that you could be doing anything else, watching anyone else, getting ready for work, school, bed, or all three. But the fact that you are here, I always appreciate you, and I never take you for granted. So the, most, the two most important things are to subscribe, and to like the video and then everything else, donating, become a member, upgrading membership, gifting memberships, that's all nice, that's all bonus, but um, but you can do those things as well. And uh, well, you know, this is not a donation, but it doesn't matter, it is worth our love. Carol, let's give you some love for sure. So the legend, legendary Carol Bovlander, out of the hospital today. That is awesome. Feel bad. We never got to connect over the weekend, so I will try and find you, Carol, over the next couple of days, but I'm so glad that you're out of the hospital. Also, Rosario, Italy now. So you went from basically Toronto to Italy? That's awesome. I, let's give some love to Rosario, too, for navigating the time change and making sure that he made it onto this stream tonight so a lot of reasons why to uh, like the stream carol rosie and everyone else and carol getting right into the swing of things carol making up for some lost time she gifts a membership uh, equivalent of a five dollar donation and it goes to dominic i always want to say dominic sedin but it's dominic sodin dominic welcome back to membership i think you've been a franchise member before welcome back and carol thank you for the generous generous donation carol picking up right where she left off before she was uh unfortunately hospitalized but the fact that you are out that is awesome and rosie it's eight o'clock in italy well i appreciate you starting the day with us brother i really do uh, and yeah, Dominic Mysterio, very good. So you guys, I'm going to quickly talk about the Canucks schedule that came out today. Then I'm going to quickly talk about the draft. And I say quickly because this is the one where I have to end off at around the 40-minute mark because this is the night where I do have to be at my church. 
by midnight. You guys remember last Tuesday, I actually canceled my stream. That was the night I went golfing with Jacob, then I wasn't feeling well afterwards. So I canceled my stream and I actually got Jacob to cover my church hour. But back to normal, I am here, you are here, let's go. I'm gonna talk about the, the Canucks schedule first, and then I'll talk about the draft. And then I'll turn it over to you and give you guys, make sure you guys got a good 15 minutes to get your, your saying and your questions in as well. Let's talk about the schedule first. It got released. I don't, I don't remember it getting released in late June. It seemed really early this year. Or is this the time it always gets released? Does it get released before the draft? I don't know. It just feels really early this year. But the Canucks released their schedule. They did a cute little social media post, uh, PD and Quinn and Brock and Kuzmenko in this group chat or this fake group chat. I thought it was a pretty good video, like uh, something out of the box and something quite quite creative. So props to the Canucks social media team for putting that on. Um, yeah, so Rosero said it's always late June. Then Sky said it's definitely early. Regardless, I was quite surprised it came out. So here are some nuances. If you watch my video already, the next two or three minutes are going to be kind of um, are going to be kind of uh, repeat. But if you didn't watch my video yet, then I can drop all this knowledge on you right now. So Canucks start off their season at home. For the first time in five years, they start the season off at home Wednesday night, my church night, October 11th, hosting the Edmonton Oilers. And then they embark on a five-game road trip playing, starting off on Saturday night against those same Edmonton Oilers. So the first two games of the season are against the Oilers. So there's that five-game road trip in October. Then they got a four-game road trip in December an ugly seven game road trip in January and then a five game road trip in February. So four road trips of four games um, or more. When it comes to homestands, they have a five game homestand, five consecutive games at home in December, five consecutive games at home in January. And then this massive nine game homestand that takes up the final three weeks of March. So hopefully the Canucks are battling for a playoff spot or protecting a playoff spot. And those games are going to mean something. It would be horrible if it was like a death march like this year, but we'll see. End of March, the Canucks have nine straight games at home. Now, follow me on this math. The Canucks play 82 games against the Eastern Conference. All, all 16 teams there, they play a home and away against all 16 teams from the East. So 16 times 2, 32. So that's the first number you got to remember, 32 games. Then for the Central Division, there's eight teams there, and the Canucks play three games against each of those teams, Colorado, Dallas, Winnipeg, etc. So two at home, one and away, doesn't matter which watch. So eight times three is 24. Add that 24 to that 32. I told you to remember, that's 56 games. 82 minus 56. That means there's 26 games left for the Canucks to play in the Pacific Division. 26 games divided by seven teams. It doesn't go equally. So the Canucks play five of their divisional rivals four times. Five times four is 20. And they play the other two teams three times. Two times three is six. There's the 26. So the Canucks play the uh, Calgary, Edmonton, San Jose, Vegas, and the Kings four times each. And they play Seattle and Anaheim only three times each. So trust me, do all that math. And that adds up to the 82 games. Here's the breakdown by night, which is I always look at. 23 games on Saturday. 23 games on Saturday. Then only five games on Sunday. Eight games on Monday. 17 games on Tuesday. Seven games on Wednesday. 20 games on Thursday. And only two. Only two games on Friday for the whole season. So you add up Thursday 20 and Saturday 23 
43 games, more than half of the Canucks games are actually on a Thursday or a Saturday. You add in the 17 on the Tuesday, 60, three quarters of their games are on one of three nights, Tuesday, Thursday, or Saturday. Tuesday stinks for me from a bowling perspective, but I'll, I'll survive. But Thursday and Saturday are good nights for me. So that is kind of interesting as well. Finally, some big games to keep in mind. Home opener, October 11th against Edmonton. Wednesday, November 15th, Bo Horvat and the Islanders come to town. Then Vegas, the defending champs, come to town for the first of two visits on November 30th. Then here's a cool three days. Toronto's here on Saturday, January the 20th. Connor Bedard is here with Chicago on Monday, January the 22nd. So two big games in the span of three days. And the Canucks end off their season in Winnipeg on April the 18th. So there we go, Canucks fans. Just a little bit about what the schedule looks like. And uh, if you if you want to leave any comments in the chat about the, the schedule, any surprises, you are welcome to do so. Now, I will talk for the next eight to 10 minutes about the draft, and then I'll turn it over to all of you. Patrick Alvin today met with the media, and he says, as of now, as of now, the Canucks are not looking to trade their 11th pick. They're not looking to move up. It doesn't make sense to spend assets. And they're likely not going to move down, but I still think there's a small, small, small chance. Actually, the way Alvin was talking, I think he was talking about the fact that they won't trade away their pick or trade up. I think there's still a small chance that they trade down if they have a bunch of guys available and they can recoup an extra asset. But we'll, we'll worry about that tomorrow. By the way, Justin Credible uses his his monthly member message. He's a Hall of Fame member. It was a longtime legend. I know he's going to get back to it, but he says this. Just got home from working the Blink-182 show. Also, Vanny Sartini, the Whitecaps coach, won a contest and will sing Rockstar on stage tomorrow night with Nickelback. Do you think the Canucks will make any trades tomorrow? Justin, I, I, I'm not holding my breath that they are going to make it a trade. But I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they do at the same time. So I, I don't know, maybe 60-40 that they won't. But I, I still think there's a decent shot that they might make a trade <clears throat> of some sort for sure. Let's give Justin some love for being a member for 29 months now. Good stuff. That's, that's awesome stuff, Justin. Thank you. Let's talk about this draft. And I didn't do a full video on you know a mock draft or whatever. But I will... Um, I will talk about how I think the first 10 or 11 picks may go, and then ultimately it, it winds up with, with who I think ends up um, on the Vancouver Canucks. So I'm going to presume that Bedard, Fantilli, and Carlson go 1, 2, 3. I know there's a lot of talk that Anaheim might be looking at Carlson, might even be looking at Mitchkov, might even be looking at Will Smith, but I still think at the end of the day, well, I rarely use that uh, that that saying, but at the end of the day, I still think it goes one, two, three in terms of of, um, of Bedard, Fantilli, and and then Carlson. But all three will be uh, like, I know Bedard's going to go to Chicago. If, if Anaheim takes Carlson at number two, I, like I said, I wouldn't be shocked. I'd be surprised, but I certainly wouldn't be shocked. At four... I think it's interesting. Uh, Cam Robinson of Elite Prospects, he thinks that at four, it's going to be Will Smith. 
And then at five, and I, I do think it's going to be Will Smith as well to San Jose. I, I don't think, uh, I don't think, uh, my guess, uh, I'll just get to it. My, my guess is Mishkov slips to eight, even though he's so skilled. Um, I, I think he's going to slip out of the top five, but I don't think he's going to slip all the way to the Canucks. Yeah, Sky saying that Sharks would be a fool if they don't take Mitchkoff. I think a lot of teams would be silly if they don't take Mitchkoff. So who knows? Like, I, I'm not a draft expert. I don't know. But let's just say for the sake of argument that San Jose takes Will Smith. So now you're going Bedard, Fantilli, Carlson, Will Smith. Then would Montreal take Mitchkoff? Maybe. Um, I also... I've talked about this before because there's only four defensemen that are likely going to go in the top in the first round. Those defensemen are going to be quite, quite elevated. So I could see Reinbacher going either to Montreal or Arizona. I really could. And I, I also see Ryan Leonard, Zach Benson being, and Mitchkov being. So my, my top eight basically is Fantilli, sorry, Bedard, Fantilli, Carlson and Smith are the first four. And then I really think the next four picks are going to be some combination of Reinbacher, Benson, Ryan Leonard, the big power forward, and then and then uh, Matej Michkov. That's what I think is the next four is going to be. Um, I, it doesn't matter what order. Uh, for for t- argument's sake today, I'll say it goes Reinbacher, then Benson, then Leonard, then Mitchkov. So I, I sim- my point is, I don't think Mitchkov gets past Washington at eight. I really don't. It, he could very easily be picked up earlier than eight, but obviously they have a good experience with Alex Ovechkin, and they've had other Russians play on that team, Kuznetsov, Alexander Semin. So there's been a lot of Russians that have played on, on Washington. So I just think if Mitchkov is sitting there at eight, he's going to, Washington's going to take it. By the way, Robert, nice to see you. Long time no speak. SDPN champion. Robert saying, I think there's a draft trade floor to get to, uh, a trade on the draft floor to get Mishkov to the Capitals. So you think that they're going to possibly trade up to get him? Robert, if you, if they hear that um, another team might be interested, regardless, I think Mishkov ends up in Washington somehow. So then it becomes Detroit, St. Louis, and then Vancouver. I think that one more defenseman will go before will will go before Vancouver picks at eleven, whether it's Detroit or whether it's St. Louis. Now, um, I've heard Oliver Moore's name as a very Dylan Larkin type player. So does that, does that mean Detroit likes him because he uh, because of his good hands and his good foot speed? So I've heard Oliver Moore name as a top 10. Because remember, I've, I've already talked about Benson and and uh, Mitchkov and Leonard and and who am I? Uh, and Reinbacher, gone. So, and then I've heard St. Louis that are interested in Demon. And I've seen mock drafts that have St. Louis taking either Simashev, Sending Pelica or Willander. So any of those three could go to St. Louis. But my point is, I think in the top 10, two of those four defensemen are going to be gone. Two of those four defensemen are going to be gone. Reinbacher for sure. And then one of Simashev, Sending Pelica, one of those two likely, and then Willander with an outside, um, uh, an outside shot at him. 
So that brings us to the Canucks at 11. But before that, want to recognize uh, legendary Lucas Gates using his monthly membership message saying this, I may jump in and out due to working a full day tomorrow. No problem. Day job in Richmond, Nickelback in the evening. That's a lot. 29 months and counting. And thank you, Lucas, for, for your, uh, you've always been at the top level for all 29 of those months, which is pretty, pretty awesome. So give some love to Lucas for sure. So I'm presuming that Oliver Moore goes nine or 10. And then I'm, predi I'm predicting, I should say, that uh, either Simashev or Sandin Palika goes at nine or 10 as well. So to me, I think the Canucks have a choice between Matthew Wood, Gabe Perot, the winger out of the US, Woods from Nanaimo, um, and then the two defensemen. Uh, maybe Nate Danielson a little bit. We know that they've been high on him. And then the two defensemen that are left, whether it's Semeshev or Sandin Pelika, and then probably Willander. And before I think, I'm going to tell you who I think the Canucks are going to pick, I want to highlight Carol's generous donation. Carol says, I just wanted to know about Dante Fabro. Vancouver got him for the 11th pick and at the 4th pick. What does that mean? I don't think they got him unless I completely missed something tonight. I think they're talking about Dante Fabro being a right shot defenseman that could come to the Vancouver Canucks. So, Carol, thank you for the donation for sure. But no, we did not acquire Dante Fabro. Uh, we didn't. We did not do that. I have not seen that. I have not heard that. I I would have heard that. I think people were just talking in the chat um about how would he look in a canucks uniform because he's a 24 year old right shot d oh kempner you're just in time to hear who i think the canucks are going to pick at number 11 i know you did your mock draft so just to recap everyone before i give you my prediction on who i think the canucks are going to take i said the top four likely in my eyes are bedard fantilli Carlson and Smith. Then the next four, some combination of Reinbacher, Benson, Leonard, and Mishkov. I don't think Mishkov gets past Washington at eight. So then I said for nine and 10, it's going to be um, Oliver Moore is going to be one of those two picks. And then one of Sandin Pelika or Simashev is going to be the other one. So then that brings us to the Vancouver Canucks. I think if, let's say that you have a choice between Simashev, Sandin Palika, and Wood, and Danielson, for instance, and Perot. Let's say those five guys. And Willander, those six guys. I know there's been a lot of talk about Willander, Canucks like him, but I'm going Simashev. I am. I'm going, uh, add him to the Russian contingent that we have. I know he's a left shot guy, and I know it's harder to get right shot guy, but I really like Simashev skating, his offensive ability. Uh, I, I don't, Sandin Pelika, his, his size scares me a little bit. So if I had to pick between Simashev and Sandin Pelika, I'm going Simashev actually. And, and then you could have, you, you have your one two on your left side for years to come, and Hughes and him. Um, so we're going to see. I, I think it's going to be very fascinating to see what happens when the Canucks pick at 11 i do think that two of the four defensemen are still going to be available and if, if oliver moore is gone if zach benson's gone 
and of course, and I don't talk about the big five, they're all going to be gone. Um, then I think you have to look long and hard at taking a defenseman. Yes, uh, Wuhan, I did see that Simashev. Oh yeah, uh, Dalbor Dvorsky, also a really good center. Uh, good point, Amrit. I forgot about him. And I've seen him picked in the top 10 as well too. Wow, I actually forgot about him. Yeah, he, he actually, I'd pick Dvorsky. Great point. I'd pick Dvorsky over Wood, over Danielson, over Perot. So he'd be actually my, my next forward up actually. So maybe it comes down to because I don't think any of my top 10 picks were completely off the board. So maybe you're sitting there with a choice between one of Simashev or Sandin Pelika, Willander, Danielson, Barlow, Perot, and, and uh, Dvorsky. Wow. Wow. There, so, and who knows? Another team in the top 10 might reach for a guy or two that we haven't even heard of or talked about. And then that even gives the Canucks more options at at number 11 so pretty excited pretty excited um and and what was that robert i saw that locked on canucks clip it was not real i i must have missed something i need to i haven't checked out their latest um their latest thing for sure yeah sorry uh it was it wasn't a lack of respect it was um a lack of remembering for sure <laughs> let me do my mid-show sponsor read and then I'll turn it over to you for 20 minutes. And I do got to leave at 11.40 sharp because I do have to get to my church tonight for my prayer hour. And no, I will not pray for a good traffic for the Canucks. I, I, I think uh, my God has more important things to worry about. But um, you're allowed to pray for good or neutral things, I, I've been told. So we'll see what happens tonight. All right, enough about that. Mid-show sponsor read. Thank you to my primary sponsor, Van City Experts Real Estate. Contact Jason Lim and his team for all of your real estate needs. Shout out to my secondary sponsor, Perform and Transform, Personal Training and Weight Loss. Visit ptform.com to see what they are all about. Thank you to Gassy Jack Art, maker of this fine artwork. Thank you to Monkey Nine Brewing, my eternal sponsor. And thank you to Vessi Footwear. Use the URL, tinyurl.com slash Vessi Clay and receive a free pair of socks off your next Vessi purchase. Mid-show reminder to you to subscribe, to like the video, to leave a donation like Carol has done. Thank you, Carol, getting that donation train out of the station. You can gift a membership also like Carol has done. She's coming back with a bang. You can upgrade your membership or become a member for the very first time. Make sure you subscribe though so you can get active in the chat section and make sure you like the video. Listing on a podcast platform, make sure you rate and review. By the way, there's 80 of you in here, which is awesome, but only 23 likes, not so awesome. So let's bump that up and I'm gonna highlight some of your comments now for the last 15 minutes of the show. Angelo, we'll start here. Angelo says Woods, Dvorsky, oh, Wood, Dvorsky, Reinbacher, Benson before 10. Yes, uh, I agree with most of those, or at least half of those. Yeah, Craig Button had Matthew Wood going as high as six. I remember that was. He had the big five, and then he had Matthew Wood going at six. And then he had the Canucks picking Tom Willander. More is that speed, which the team needs, a speedy forward with good hands, but I'm on Willander's ability to get the puck out of the zone with this blue line. Yeah, it's true. We uh, He could be the, the wonderful skater that we need on our right side. Can we see Garland or Bavillier be traded at the draft day? We could, but I'm not expecting it, fangirl. I'm not expecting it. Can I pray for the Canucks to win the Stanley Cup? <laughs> I'll do that later, later on, RNG. Not, not just yet. Alvin like his Swede, so Willander. 
You get, you think players want to leave the Canucks next offseason like the Flames and the Jets? Respectfully, no. I think uh, you might argue that Calgary and Winnipeg are are further ahead in terms of on ice, i.e. closer to making the playoffs, or at least they were this year. But I would argue Vancouver is a much nicer city, and they probably have the best potential of those three teams. So I do not worry that there will be a mass exodus from Vancouver. Like if, if there hasn't been a mass exodus yet, given all of the crazy stuff that's happened over the past two seasons, then I don't say there never will be, but I, I don't think there's going to be one anytime soon. So I'm not worried about that at all. Brett Smart, smash that like button. Wait, so we end off the season on a homestand? No, we do not end off the season on a homestand. We actually end off playing in Winnipeg. They nicknamed Sandin Pelica the Swedish Quinn Hughes because of a skating. And Cam Robinson is saying that Simmonshire played a little bit on the right side too. Oh, that's good. That's good. I would hope that he could play both sides. Would I be shocked if the Canucks moved up? Yeah, I would. I, I simply don't think we have the assets to do that. I think the Canucks will pick Danielson or Witter or Simashev. Yeah, I think Danielson or Witter are a little high for me at 11. Maybe Craig Button knows something we didn't. We don't. Maybe Witter special. Maybe. We are guaranteed Pelika, Willander, or Simashev. Well, I don't think all four will be gone by 11. That's for sure. Brett, I don't even want to know what it would take to get um, number one from Chicago. It starts with either Pedersen or Hughes, for sure. For sure. Going from Hughes and Grandpa Oyel to Hughes and Simashev for the future would be nice. Yeah? Would I take a fourth for Garland? I would. And you look at look at what guys like Toffoli and Taylor Hall are moving for right now. Crazy. The best pick at 11th overall is a center or right D with size, speed, toughness, and immediate availability. Yeah, I don't think, I, I will say, whoever we're picking at 11, I don't, don't think they're playing this season. Bob Father is Matthew Wood at 11. So Bob McKenzie has Wood at 11. Craig Button has Wood at 6. Depends if PD signs long-term. That could emphasize the, I mean, influence the exodus. That's true. If Alvina management play it right, we could be Stanley Cup chance within the next five years. That's the hope, Taylor. I just want the Canucks to properly develop them, no matter who we pick. McCann, Patrick White, uh, um, Shinkarik, to name a few. Slipped our system, didn't develop here. Yeah, but, uh, and yes, but they didn't develop anywhere. I, I know what you're saying. You're not saying that they, they did better somewhere else. You're saying that we did not develop them well. Willander slept on. I imagine he'll get taken higher than some think. I really hope we get him. He's much reverse style and complete than Simashev. That's fair, Gary. That's fair. Thoughts on the Canucks having interest in Flames defenseman Zadorov? Uh, I like the size. Uh, he's pretty nasty piece of business. Don't mind it. Depends on money and term, of course. Going from, yeah, said that already. Is Columbus still looking to trade the third overall pick? If so, Miller and 11th do it? No, I don't think that does it, actually. I think you need more. You need a third asset in there. Um, and the, the way Columbus is building right now, I, I think they'd be happy to keep their pick. Something about a Russian who the Canucks got in the draft a couple of years ago. Uh, well, there's Klimovich, but I think he's Belarusian. Um, I'll have to get back to you on that one. Canucks Aubrey Chris Faber is in Nashville, and he said the word is Vancouver will pick Danielson or Willander. Interesting. Danielson or Willander. I like Willander a bit more than Danielson. Um, you know, actually, Cam Robinson of Elite Prospects is the only guy who I, who's not down on Danielson, but he thinks that 11th is too high for Danielson. I know he's an excellent two-way forward. Okay, we'll see. Thank you for that, Kempner. 
Need someone who can step up soon in the lineup because Petey and Hughes want to win. That's true. What do you think of the trades? Um, I think people are dumping salary. That's what they're doing. And I think Winnipeg did really well for what they got for Pierre-Luc Dubois. Per Kuzma, Willander, Simashev, Leonard, Dvorsky, Barlow. Yeah, that's that's fair. Not all those guys will be there, though. Yeah, Craig Button still at TSN. Wood at six. That's like saying Bedard at two. Yeah, I know. He had Wood at really high. Undrafted players that Canucks might find as a hidden gem. That's always important. I think the Canucks get a stud tomorrow no matter what, but I think it's important for them to hit picks in later rounds. Yes, all lottery tickets. Great point. With all due respect, your God's work is ahead of schedule. <laughs> uh, Putin doesn't need more help losing, and those submarine victories aren't a better place. Please pray for the Canucks. All right, I, thank you, Dogwood. I got some other stuff to pray for tonight, but I appreciate that. Do you think Reinbacher falls to us? Nope, I think he's gone in the top 10. I really do. I think he'll be the first defenseman picked. I think Arizona was like someone who was supposed to go in the sixth round, knowing how dumb they were with Barrett Hayden. Yeah, we were, we were one of the beneficiaries of that. Yolevi Kachuk Deja Vu? I sure hope not. Oh, yes, I can't say this guy's name. That guy. Thank you, Dark Nutella. Fourth round? Yeah, I think the. I heard uh, Todd Harvey talking about he's excited about what they can do in the third and fourth round. Screwed up in Yolevi? Yes, we, we've, we've gone down that road before. Again, I can't say his name, but I trust you that he'll be very good. <laughs> yes, good, good, good. Everyone uh, naming him properly. Would I be upset if we draft another winger? Not if it's Zach Benson. <laughs> hey, Rick. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know for sure about Kachuk. First goal score in opening night, Pedersen or Kuzmenko? If I were to do a 32 any team NHL from scratch, where would you put teams? Uh, probably don't have time to go through all 32 teams now, but it'd be very similar to what the league has now. Probably wouldn't have a team in Arizona. Probably wouldn't have a team in. I guess that's the only one for sure. Then I'd, I'd give I give uh, like Portland a team and Houston a team maybe Quebec a team. Pierre Dubois most overrated play. JT Miller is way better and so many people trash him. That's fair. Danielson 11 is too high. Jaeger over that. Yeah, Jaeger's one, one I didn't mention. Kachuk and Lou didn't win. That's true. Traditional markets and only six other teams. That's fair. Alex Burrell is an undrafted hidden gem. Good one. Given what other RFAs got this summer, Caulfield and Brad under eight and Meyer repeatedly getting, reportedly getting five. And PD's getting 10. I think PD's getting nine, nine and a half to 10. If Canucks pass on Benson, they won't. I, I don't think Canucks will be. Uh, I don't think Benson will be there, and I don't think the Canucks will pass up on him. I hope not. Sure, Patrick Alvin, what's your strategy for tomorrow? And what lotion do you use on your shiny head? He said they're going to keep the pick, and the shiny head's a secret. Reinbacher could play next season. Yes, I think Bedard, Fantilli, Carlson, and maybe Reinbacher can play next season. No, isn't is Fantilli or Carlson going back for a year? I thought one of them wasn't playing this year. I don't know. I do not miss Willie D. Canucks media team. Yes, that video was very good, Dark Nutella. Dvorsky, is that when a Polish marriage fails? There, there's my there's my dad joke already. Who would I give the captaincy to? Um, I was leaning Petey, but now I'm, I'm fine with Hughes or Petey. 
Yeah, I don't know if he seemed tired, but I would agree with you, Fangirl. I'm sure that they are all burning the midnight oil for sure. Jaskin doesn't want a team in Florida. They've been pretty successful, though. I mean, on the ice, maybe not. I don't know about attendance, actually. Keep a team in Arizona, but downtown Phoenix. Yeah, I saw the Canucks schedule, Ricky. Oh, obviously, I talked about it. It's not that daunting to start. Maybe I'm going 5-4-1. and one. Think Jagger falls to top 15. I see him in the mid-teens. Thank you, Jay. Kudratsev. Kudratsev. Kings got fleeced. Yeah, I, uh, Winnipeg did well. Jay Fresh said Mitchkov going 14 as a mock draft. Wow, I, I'd be so surprised if he fell that far. Before the 11th pick is announced, we have a trade to announce. That would be crazy. I'd put teams in Milwaukee, Portland, Houston, Quebec. Yeah, okay. I, I, three of those I agree for sure. For sure. How traumatized was Luongo when Barros got absolutely lit up in the Santa Cup Finals? I know it is. Maybe he was leaving, living vicariously through him, which isn't great. Peter, I'm not going to ask that one. If any two defensemen get drafted in the top 10, there'll be a stud forward at 11. Yeah, that's a great point. That's a good point. That's why it's going to be fascinating. A team in New Orleans, that'll be fun. A team in Honolulu, that travel would be a little tough. Todd Harvey must be happy with the draft capital compared to previous seasons. I'd hope so, for sure. Do I think Hughes will leave for New Jersey in four years? Uh, too tough to say. Could we see a big trade during the draft? It feels like uh, this is the year of all years because of all the um, good players that are available. And we've already seen three or four trades over the past two days. We can't barely sneak in the playoffs because if we make it, we need players resting and not burned up by barely making it. Yeah, that's why you need depth. You want Bettman to announce some trades on stage, but not our team. Don't take Jay Fresh's mock draft seriously. If you look at Arizona's pick in the 30th, he put a player name. <laughs> I don't know. I was going to say that. Is it a swear word? Why do you think Bettman get best, gets booed as much as he does? Because a lot of people don't like him and his decision-making. And some fans like Vancouver fans think he's out to get us. So that's why. I don't mind him. I just don't like the fact that he's taller than me. If Quebec City is on NHL's radar being a small market, shouldn't Halifax be an option too? Yeah, I, I I think Quebec, there's history though, more than Halifax. What are your best set top center men? Do you see the Canucks drafting tomorrow? Oh, uh, top center men? Well, I think a lot of them are going to be gone, but Dvorsky and Moore are two guys. No, Moore's not a center. Um, oh, you know, he is. Dvorsky and Moore are the two center men that I think the Canucks may have a chance at picking. Team in Penticton, not big enough. And we already have the Canucks. I, I don't think they'd do that. With Colorado training, get a late first-round pick. Do you think they draft a goalie? Oh, I never thought about that. There's like one goalie, right, who might be first-round material. Kempner, I'd have to think about that one. What do you think? Let me know. Do they have no goalies in their system? If the Flames are selling, Canucks have a higher chance at the playoffs. That's true. I keep hearing Ian and Cole. I'd be okay with a one-year deal, but two to three years is too much for 34. Yeah, talked about it on my vlog yesterday. That is a good point. Oh, it's a reference to uh, SpongeBob, a character named Plankton as restaurant Chum Bucket. Good. I thought you were trying to get me to swear or something. Rudolph knows. Very good. Okay, I have to check this out. Would I trade Petey and Hughes for first overall? No, I actually wouldn't. Not both of them. As good as Bedard is going to be, PD 
isn't going to be as good as Bedard, but Petey's pretty good. And to have a, an elite player at each of those two positions, I don't do that. I don't do that. If you had to predict who you think the Canucks will sign first in free agency, Carson Soucy. SpongeBob, thank you, Dogwood. What did Flurry do to get drafted first? Goalies never going first. Well, he was really good coming out of junior. Would you go and watch Vancouver play in Abbey's this preseason? Yeah, I looked at the date. Fangirl, I don't think it works for me for some reason. What city would be perfect for the NHL? I think Houston would be good. Toronto, Hamilton, Quebec City, and Saskatoon. You're down to trade Miller and Garland and Beauvillier for Bedard. Yeah, that, that I would do. But I wouldn't do PD and Hughes. Hockey edits. Hey, how's your new studio? It's fine. It's more of a studio for photos as opposed, but I, I probably do some videos in front of it as well. We're still getting used to the spacing, the lighting, but, uh, but then I don't want to drag all my setup over there too. So probably more for photos. And I think the draft will be very exciting tomorrow. Open to trading back in the draft to get a second round pick. Would you, I would, if like, and only the Canucks would know this, if they know that there's three or four players that they could get still that they want, and they drop they drop back to fifteenth or sixteenth. I'd be open to that if it means getting a second round pick. Ian Cole, fifth best defenseman in the league. Hmm. Andy and Rano. Who's Andy and Rano? Saskatoon would be cool. All right, last two minutes, you guys. Let's go. I'll, I'll try and answer as many as I can, but I do got to wrap up in two minutes. Yes, top six forwards are cheap. Everyone's trying to dump salary. Uh, you're very you're very right sky i want to know what oyo is thinking right now and what's his plans i am his agent said he's talked to at least a dozen teams are the canucks looking at ian cole according to rick dollywall they are they are last minute you guys it's awesome there's no 95 of you in here which is great it's your last chance to to leave a donation to become members to uh, gift memberships, whatever you want to do. Saskatoon is not sustainable. Population is too few. Pearson traded to New Jersey and reunited with Toffoli. I'd be down for that. Going to Florida, Vancouver game. December, too risky to travel. No, that's true. That's fair. <laughs> Announcing graphics with lists. Two analytical people who have player cards similar to Jay Fresh. Ah, best all-around centers. Pedersen was number two behind McDavid. Okay, I like them. My prediction, the two teams that win the first round in draft first round in draft pick will be Chicago and Detroit. Huh? Oh, that win the first rounds in picks will be Chicago and Detroit. Gotcha. Gotcha. Drafts, uh, I think 4 p.m. is when you should turn your TV on. I am excited for tomorrow. I'm probably not going in the home opener because it's a Wednesday night. Um, church comes first. And we'll end off with this. Jesse gifts a membership. Thank you, Jesse. Let's give Jesse some love. And it goes to my friend Jay back into franchise membership. So thank you, Jesse. And welcome back, Jay. That is awesome. And on that note, on that note, I will wrap up because this is the night where I cannot go long. Tomorrow night, um, I will be home likely to watch the draft but I may have a company over, so I'm not sure if I'm going to be joining Parker on a stream. Regardless, I, I know there's going to be many people streaming the draft live tomorrow with Parker being one of them. So make sure you check out his stuff. 
and I'll likely, uh, I may pop in for a bit. I know I'll film my own reaction video um, soon after the Canucks make uh, make their selection. So, and then depending on how much excitement there is, I may pop on to do a quick live stream tomorrow night. In fact, yeah, my, my guess is I'll probably do a stream tomorrow night and not Thursday. You know, let me figure that out tomorrow. Stay tuned to my community board and I'll let you know if I'm going to be streaming tomorrow night and or Thursday night. Thank you everyone for being here with me um, tonight. I really appreciate it. So legends, no, moderators, thank you. It looks like you weren't too busy and that's a good thing. Legendary Lucas Gates, legendary Carol Bovlander, legendary Andrew Chang, thank you for your support. Hall of Famer franchise members, thanks to all of you as well. Thank you, Carol, for donating and for gifting a membership. Thank you, Jesse, for gifting a membership. And thank you to everyone else, uh, all you guys for being here. I always appreciate you and I never take you for granted. Thank you to Van City Experts Real Estate, Perform and Transform, Personal Training Weight Loss, and On Your Way Out. Listen, if you're listening on a podcast platform, make sure you rate and review and do all that good stuff. Subscribe, like the video, leave a donation, become a member, upgrade your membership, or gift a membership. You guys are awesome. Sorry, my Tuesday sign-off is so rushed, but I do need to get going. So as always, thank you for being here. Stay safe, stay healthy, take care of yourselves, and take care of each other. And I, I don't know... I. I don't think I told you last weekend. Don't you notice I always start off my jokes the same way? I'm not sure if I told you. Last weekend, I met this rich French guy and he was showing off all of his yachts that were parked um, in Deep Cove there to me. And he goes, he goes, this is un, this is deux, this is trois, this is quatre, and this is six. And I said, well, where's the fifth one? And he goes, sank. God bless. And go Canucks go. Booyah.